Welcome to Gamers of the Lost Ark, your place for deep delves into specific games and the amazing emotions they bring forth. With me, the host, Ryan, and my guest this week, the amazing Age of Elves, Chelsea. Welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so, so, so excited. It's already We've already, you know, um, met and spoken for a bit and it's great. And, you know, you're already incredibly easy to talk to and everything. So it's just, yeah, it's great. I love it. Um, and it's yeah. amazing. It's amazing to me. It's amazing to have you on. And we are talking today about The Last of Us 2. Um, usually I take a back seat a bit more and allow people to talk a lot. But I think in this podcast, I'm going to be coming right up there with Chelsea and talking the entire time because... I haven't really had an opportunity yet to talk about this game, so I'm going to take this as my opportunity to also leave my love letter to uh, to Last of Us 2 at the same time as you. Um, but yeah, so basically, we'll just run through it. If you're listening to this podcast and you've not played The Last of Us 2, then proceed with caution. You're going to be hearing the you know all the spoilers, all the things that happen in the game. So number one, just turn it off. Go play this game because it's a life-changing, amazing experience. Um and come back and listen to it then. Or if you've already listened to Last of Us, then come come along down there, all the nostalgia trips with us about it. Um, but yes, so Chelsea, fire yes. away with whatever you want to fire away with. I have a long list of things that I'm going to read out that were my notes that I took at the time of playing the game and stuff like that. But, you know, what stands out? What was amazing things in this game? What's your favorite characters? All that kind of stuff. We'll just, we'll, we'll, go the flow and see where see where we end mm-hmm. up and see what we end up talking about but what's the first thing that you've either got written down or comes to mind first thing that comes to mind is probably god just just like the emotional impact that this game had on me mm-hmm. um like i've played a lot of games that have made me feel lots of emotions and i've cried and things like that yeah. but this game I would, after I finished it, I would be walking to work thinking about it. And I would think about it constantly for about two weeks after I first finished it. I just, the impact it had on me because of all the decisions that the characters make and the conflicting decisions as well. Like, I, yeah, I love Ellie, but I also love Abby and I love Joel and just all of those things. And it really left me like really thinking about the game so that's what stuck with me the most yeah and it's one of those things where when you when you're in the wake of it like when you're after you you can watch like podcasts stuff like that like stuff like this is the kind of thing that i'd listen to and hear what people think about the characters and where they think about like their motivations and all this different stuff because there's so much like detail and nuance and like mm. like you say with the decisions and the things that happen that a you have to like emotionally recover from to a degree mm. but like yeah. also you're thinking like wow what if this was different or what if this like what you know imagine how she felt here or imagine what happened there or you know what what happened to her when she was in this scenario you know like in bits that you miss mm. or whatever and i think that that this game is just a, a perfect example of something that leaves like a lasting impact at all moments in regards to like i would sit and think just about how beautiful it was you know i'd mm-hmm. sit and think wow yeah. like that was just like it was one of those things where when i first played it, i was like oh this is definitely like right up there like top five games i've ever played and the more i thought about it the more it was drifting towards one the top game the best game i've ever played you know it was really like up there yeah um yeah hundred percent it's definitely top three for me without mm-hmm. a doubt um yeah and that's a pretty big thing because i get pretty obsessed and into certain games so 
for it to almost take top three means it's pretty special. Yeah, same here. Where I was just like, I was surprised by that because it was like, I remember at the time, like when I finished it, I was like, wow, that's definitely like top 10. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, wow, that's definitely top five. And then I was like, ooh, this is like really like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's knocking on God of War's door and saying, hey, uh, you know, <laughs> I might yeah. be the best game he's ever played. <laughs> and Witcher, yeah, yeah, you know, hell. like the Witcher and God of War were always like my top, my top and, and Breath of the Wild, they were my top three, really. Um, yeah. The, they were my top three games, especially with gameplay, with like world building, with like, you know, the, the perfect amalgamation of it all, music, everything. Um, and this yeah. game is is, a, is an a, a amazing example of that. But yeah, so... If you want, I could just go ahead and just fire away with some of the stuff that I've got written down. And if you, yeah. I'm sure it will spawn a load of thoughts for you. So yeah, I think Perfect. just to begin with, the first thing I want to discuss and written down, and again, if anybody, if you have not played this game, get out now, go away. It's great. <laughs> Leave. Yeah, you've, you've heard Chelsea now, you know what she sounds like. It's great. Go. Like, come yeah. back when you've played this game, because I do not want to yeah. ruin anything for you. But this is your last warning because we're we're off to the races now um yeah joel's death so oh, god that's the first thing i've got written down um yeah there's a lot of yeah. um, there's a lot of emotions for me in this um and the more the more i thought about it the more that i have like found new ways to be heartbroken by it <laughs> yeah i i i 100 agree with that yeah because um, what one of the things that really stands out for me is that the Joel that he is at this moment is mm. as far removed from the one that we meet in the first game in mm. regards to his ability to trust people and his yeah. and his ability to like naturally care for others and stuff like that because he's clearly been in an environment with Tommy where that's like you know fostered that's good you know like hey help people out help them trade with them whatever like on the road do you want to stay here for a couple of nights you know um and you can tell in the moment that when things go wrong that he thinks this is what happens when you trust mm. people this is what this is what happens when you let your guard down and you start yeah. to think it's okay to, you know, just trust people or whatever else. Um, and you know, the whole way that it's, that it's played out and everything is, is just totally fantastic. But yeah, talk me through where you were at when you, either when you first played it, when you second played it, like mm -hmm. how, how you feel about it after or anything like that. Well, I had the game spoiled, so I knew he was going oh, to die really? and I yeah. knew how, yeah. And I knew how he died and I knew that, You'd have to play as Abby, and it was Abby that killed him. Um, but honestly, I didn't expect it to happen as soon as it did in the game, if I'm being honest. Mm. I expected it to happen maybe halfway through. Um, but yeah, I, it, even though I knew it was happening, nothing prepared me for how I felt when I watched it on my screen. I think I ugly cried, mm. <laughs> and especially I think that's credit to the writing and the amazing actors. Yeah. Um, because, you know, especially when Ellie's on the ground screaming, I was like, I don't know, even thinking about it now, it makes me feel really sad. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, yeah. And then this like deep, intense hatred towards Abby because of what she's doing, which obviously I then, 
learn to like her later on but yeah because because you know. that's that's where i think and i think we'll go on to talk about that because that's one of yeah. the one of the things that the that neil Druckmann and the writers and everyone in this game done so well is that in the first game it was very much like you know they were establishing characters and, was, and you know you really attach yourself to the main characters but what they fuck with in this game is what the perspective of us really means mm-hmm you know what is us is us you and me is us humans you know is it like Mm -hmm. is it you know is us versus the zombies is us the our little group is us you know joel and ellie is us you know all these different things and they really like go with that but i'd like to talk about that a bit later on but yeah the the thing the thing with um and and again that's the same that they they are laying the groundwork for that because suddenly as a as a player who has the emotional attachment to the two characters to begin with being that your us is you and you you know uh, ellie and joel um and tommy that you're like oh they're attacking us you know they're killing one of us you know one of like joel and and it's just like it's raw it's real it's like you know it's um, devastating and it's kind mm. of gross, you know, yeah. because I don't know if gross is the right word, but he dies really grossly to me. Yeah. Like yeah. he, you know, he's bleeding out. He's lost his bloody kneecap and yeah. it's just, it's gross and it makes, yeah, it's really sad. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very like, um, like they went, they kind of went like straight in like red wedding game of Thrones, you know, they really yeah. like, they just took you and like there's nothing pretty about it it's real life you know it's like Mm. oh suddenly you're being stabbed you know that's it it's all over like what the heck you know and there's like a realness to that rather than like it's not like an epic he's fought he's hot you know he's he's on the edge of a cliff like mufasa and he's like oh you know (laughs) i'll see you later and like let's go it's like no he like you can tell and and that's what makes it so real is that in that moment you're feeling for joel like shit like he must be scared for ellie in his final moments mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah. like that's just like even heartbreaking to think about it's like how can he like oh just imagine you know how protective he is and oh yeah i think um that scene where she walks in the door and he's laying on the floor and she gets pushed to the floor as well yeah and you can see him looking at her i i kind of think what is he thinking right now because he can I, I mean i assume he can understand what's happening unless yeah. it's been brain damage but what is he thinking seeing her like ellie so distraught and upset right now like that yeah. just adds to the sadness of the scene as well yeah, and there's because, and there's this yeah. there's this amazing thing with that where she is and, th- and this is something that i particularly feel in my life like something that's really strange to me as i get older mm-hmm. is that like growing up my dad was always a big hefty bloke and mm-hmm. he's getting older now and there's times where I'm like, oh, you know, he's not like, but I still have this kind of like strange belief that he's like, you know, the world's strongest man and could just do anything, yeah. you know, or like could lift anything or whatever that like yeah. that you can hear her resorting back to that, like, get up, Joel, get up, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, you can do this. Like I like she, she, she still thinks he can just be a hero, you know, which is yeah. like a, a, a very much a parent thing you know it could be, it very well be your, your mother or whoever you know like this that yeah. that kind of seeing them as a superhero you know <laughs> yeah 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 which is yeah. which is cool that they play with in that moment as well but it sets a precedence for the for the rest of the game of course because it's what you know causes all the motivations and everything else but yeah it's just it's like like one of the realest and most gut-wrenching but also like like there just really is although it's grotesque and although it's full-on like mm. it really is like 
there's so much nuance to it like i said about like you know it dawning on him about trusting people and you know yeah. all the stuff that's going on then with a, with abby that when you're playing through it for the second time or you see it for the second time you think to yourself like ah oh, you know how hard this is for abby and how difficult and you know the that he's the monster under the bed for her <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> and all that you know and, and that she's finally able to release that but then also gets no real resolve from yeah. from from what happened um but yeah so and anything else before we before we move on from from that you know um well i watched um the last of us spoiler cast with um neil Druckmann and troy baker and ashley johnson and i think i remember troy saying you know in that moment joel knows something's about to happen um, I don't know if it's when he walks into the room and notices everyone staring at them or at what point it is, but Joel, like you were saying before, he knows when he walks in there, like something's about to happen. This isn't good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And was that was that a kind of funny one that you watched with Greg Miller? Yeah. That was, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, so that's, that was a, that was a really really good one. Yeah, it's amazing because they they really like that. And, and again, this is one of the things that makes this game so utterly fantastic is that when they're talking about it like mm -hmm. it's as real for them as if they've been there yeah. and as if they're like exactly. you know they've been there with those characters and that's how real they played these characters and how close these characters are to their heart and there's like mm -hmm. a sadness when he talks about joel's death and stuff and it's just mm -hmm. amazing like troy yeah. baker's just so fantastic and ashley johnson's and their connection that's just like yeah. you know it's just as real as you could possibly get um yeah and is and very much you know can tell that that helps you because because there's an element of it's it's always the same is it like any storytelling there's always an element of real life in it you know it's it's mm. there's always some some kind of uh you know like let's say like star wars being like you know kind of like space nazis or whatever it's like a there's a there's a real life kind of um mm. like undertone to it yeah, and 100%. like the that you can tell the that their connection is what makes the the connection between the, the characters so powerful um mm. And yeah, well, it's just fantastic. Um, yeah. What a, what a, an opening! What a fresh three hours that game has got. <laughs> like the yeah. the I love the storytelling of just like you know going through the town and and Ellie and like going through and doing all of the like the throwing yeah. of the snowballs and everything. It's just great. Like it's just it's such a fantastic yeah. opening to a video game. Yeah, um, it's visually gorgeous as well. Like mm -hmm. it's just yeah on patrol and all the snow it's really pretty yeah. yeah and there's just there's so much to love about all of that and that again like this this game there's never a moment throughout this entire game where there's there's any kind of like like if, if you're not switched on you're not listening to every single thing or taking in every single little thing like you're missing important little tiny nuances that are there at yeah. every moment like albeit that when you open a drawer somewhere you see something and you know it's a world building in some kind of way of like you know what what was before and what is now and all that kind of stuff and like yeah. oh it's just so good it's so yeah. so good um so good. but yes okay the next thing i've got written down is um is like the graphics and environmental storytelling um mm. Which at every moment is fantastic, you know, albeit when you're in the city or like you say at the start where it's all snowy and you're out on patrol and like the the world feels alive. Yeah. You know? Which it is feels cool. alive and it's so it's so beautiful as well. And you know, it kinda makes me wonder when I'm playing it and I'm like going through the city and I see all this nature, I'm like, God, 
you know, like we could have that right now because I mm. love nature so much and, you know, like, um, you know, nature takes back, but obviously that won't happen with the world we live in right now. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just so visually gorgeous and I love how Ellie can interact with the world as well. Um, so much more different than the first game. You know, she can jump on things, she can slide through things. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really like cool. there's like little tiny things that stand out to me. I like I remember the first time that you take on some clickers in the snow, and I killed them. And then when I'm walking off, I can see the footprints of blood in the yes. snow, and I'm like, this yeah. is just insane. You know, this is yeah. just like next level, like you know, things that you wouldn't even necessarily think of. But then when you see them, they just give it so much more depth and stuff. Yeah. Which is which is so so cool, and like that's where like f- for me, you know, the the cities and everything, like it's just it's all perfectly constructed, and like it's weird that I, f- I feel the same way about Fallout. Um, that although things are so bad, there's like a inherent sense of calm. Yeah, and yeah. although you know, like it's weird to say that hey. At any moment, you could have a you know clicker running at you, trying to th- eat your throat out. The like, also there is just this like peace and serenity, and like yeah. a slowness to it all. That's like, I don't know. Even when you go around a city and stuff, and it's just quiet and like, it's just really cool. And like they just work so well. At like when you're going around on the horse, you can hear like the clops of the horse like echo through the city almost, and it's like. It feels very much like a place I've been. Is that how good the yeah. the storytelling is in regards to the environment? 100%. Um, but yeah, before anything else, before we move on from you know how amazing the the environments are and stuff that particularly stand out to you. Mm, not at the moment. Yeah, because it's it's easy, isn't it? We could we could probably think of a million things that that would do that, but definitely this game does an excellent job of like, you know just the way everything looks the only other one that comes to mind for me is the eeriness of the hospital when you're abby is like the scariest fucking part of the game (laughs) it's literally so fucking scary like so fucking scary (laughs) i was playing it with fucking headphones on by myself and there was times where i was like when when i first went down there i genuinely had to have a moment where i put the control down i was like i don't think i can do this yeah I think when I was Abby and you do the descent coming down in the yeah. the big office building and the um is it the stalkers they jump out at you from the yeah. wall oh that is the scariest I, I I'm not a big fan of jump scares that's the only yeah, thing I don't yeah. like about this game to be fair yeah. um but no push through it for Ellie yeah yeah and and there's, <laughs> the, the the horror is really well done in this game where it's like it's not it's not overkill in regards to like but it really like it feels more tense than anything Mm. like you just feel this kind of tenseness that when you're out of a clicker area afterwards this relief washes over you of just being (laughs) like oh my god i'm so happy i'm not in the dark anymore i'm so happy that i'm just like out of this and you know away from it and 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 it really makes you feel like how you would actually feel i think in those situations you know where you know you you're like wired and you like your brain goes into like survival mode and you're like just crapping yourself and everything like which again is just a, a a great um, a testament to the storytelling, like and, like environmentally and stuff, because like they put you in these tight, dark spaces, and it's all like, mm-hmm. but particularly the bottom of that hospital will always stand out to me as just being like, even thinking about it now feels like a stressful place for me. Like I'm just <laughs> like, stressful. literally, I'm like, oh my god, like, even thinking of it, I'm like, 
<laughs> like just and, and and i know the next time i play it like i won't be quite so scared because i know what's coming but nothing will yeah. ever compare to that first time and it's deadly like deeply emotionally serious like 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 when yeah. i was going through and like you know you can see what was happening at the time like you read the notes of people being like hey like i've been left in here so this ain't right and like there's people sick everywhere and all this kind of stuff like the way they build it all and it's just mm-hmm. like and it's so quiet but there's also this like apprehension and then you can hear like random stuff like deep in the background and like yeah oh it's... And you can like hear Abby's deep breathing, and mm-hmm. you're kind of like, "Fuck!" Like I would be petrified right yeah. now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's so so fucked up. But yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you happy with me just carrying on, just like firing the stuff at you, and we will talk about yeah. it that way? Or because, like, I say yeah. if there's if there's anything that particularly comes to mind at any moment, just stop me. You know. Nah, this um, is all good. Okay. So next thing I've got down is um, Ellie and and Dana, mm. um, yeah. and and their that their story especially for me something that particularly stands out is mm-hmm. um is the the weed smoking scene um yeah because f- for me it's something that it, it's the most organic storytelling in regards to like a sexual scene that i've ever seen yeah where it feels so real and it felt like just so like just perfectly told you know where other times it's like i don't know let's say for example in in witcher and stuff there's a little there's times almost where it's like something happens and you're a bit like like what you know what i mean yeah Um, yeah and they're flirting it's very it's very believable mm -hmm. you know like you could put yourself in their shoes and i think yeah i would say that back as well you know but yeah thinking back to the witcher like Yennefer with the unicorn like I would never do that but yes. you know sitting, yeah, sitting with um you know Ellie and Dina on a couch smoking weed like yeah yeah, yeah 100% and and it's like it's again the the nuance in this in this game is is like it's rife with nuance and the 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 storytelling in this moment that st- sticks with me is that you know what Ellie's like because we've kind of been with Ellie for a long time and and mm-hmm. like um Dina's like just it, it's just oh you know, it, it's it's just amazing because, like, you can tell that, like, Ellie wants to, but she's kind of, like, you yeah. know, she's she's removed, isn't she, emotionally and stuff? And, like, you can tell yeah. that she's, like, letting down all those barriers, like, as they talk. And then, like, you know, you can, like, it, they do all the excellent stuff where, like, you look in her, like, notepad and stuff and see the fact that she kind of said, like, hey, does that mean anything? Or, like, oh, no, it probably doesn't or whatever, you know? It's and it's so just, cute. oh, my God, it's so good. Yeah. And I mean, they've been friends for a long time, right? Like, how mm. long have they been in Jackson? Like, four or five years or something? Yeah. So, you know, there's that as well. So, like, does she want to break this friendship? Does she want to, you know, ruin a really good friendship? And then she's friends with Jesse. And, yeah. 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 And it's just, so So, what about that scene for you particularly stands out as just being, like, special or being a memorable, you know? I think for me, because um, I'm obviously a gay woman, mm. I, I think just having that, blatant representation in something that is so popular mm-hmm. um it it's so special to me Ellie and Dina are so special to me and to my partner um yeah. because we see a lot of ourselves in them yeah um so I think that that scene I was just like you know it and you talk about it being very natural and organic and a lot of the time those sort of um gay or queer or you know scenes they can be a little over the top or they don't feel organic, but this just yeah. felt 
just felt very like natural and yeah i loved it i think i think that's definitely a, a testament to to the storytelling again in this game is that like it's, it's a great representation of that but it's so real that it's like yeah. you, you don't even particularly think about the what sexuality is or whatever at the time you're just like yeah. these char- these characters are so real and this is such a real moment that like yeah. you know they end up guessing it's all but it just it feels like and i don't know why but and it, this is hard to do in storytelling is it's mm. hard when you're the person on the outside you know i'm the third person in this scenario watching ellie and dina do this right but they never yeah. make me feel like that they never they it feels intimate it feels like i'm in that moment with them which is just like how do they do that how do they do that with storytelling like how do you like you know like when you like i'd always i always say this as being one of one of the things that i think like always constitutes great storytelling is when you wake back up and you go fucking hell i'm I'm in my room and you're like because you because you were there you know you were 110 percent there and i remember like doing that for the first time and when it happened like you know it was like just the way their voices go quiet and like they almost whisper to each other and it's like yeah. you know it, it all leads up to this but it, and then how their how their relationship plays out through the game is just is just fantastic you know um yeah and and again they're a great it, it's just it's just amazing because you you want so much for Ellie to be happy and for Ellie to find someone like that um and yeah. you you care for her and you care for Dina as well because she's so like loyal yeah, I, and strong. I loved Dina from the moment I saw her. I was just like, you are my kind of character. You're mm-hmm. fun. You're happy. You're warm. You're caring. Yeah. And, you know, kind of not the opposite of Ellie, but they complement each other very yes. nicely. Yes. Yes. So, it's a nice yeah. um, yin and yang, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. That they have yeah. going on. Um, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, so just, yeah, particularly that scene for me just really, really stands out. Uh, the following this is, is I've got written down Joel's house. Um, and this particularly for me, especially in the wake of what happened, like being able to explore his house was like such great storytelling again, because it was like, you were able to see the man that he'd become. Yeah. You kind of got to see a side of him that you might not see in a normal kind of cutscene. Like yeah. It's, yeah. When you see someone's house, it's very intimate. It's very um, telling of who they are. Yeah. And there's like cute little things. Like you can see where he was like carving his little wood models. And, you know, yeah. something that really hit me was when I went up the top of the stairs, I think it is, if I remember rightly. And then there's a photo of him and his daughter. Oh, the yes. photo from the original game. And you're like, oh, yeah. you know, like it's all just so like. And, and, and then next to it, him and Ellie. Oh, yeah just lovely yeah it's really really lovely and it's one of those things where it's like it's really like fascinating and interesting that like to do that like obviously like say in a cutscene, you can always tell a story because it's two actors but in Mm. it that house felt lived in and that house felt like it was Mm. his house and it felt like it was his place and that you're going around his memories and finding out about who he was at that point and everything yeah um which is just so cool yeah, that's really awesome. Um, next thing I've got written down is there was a moment for me that really stood out in regards to the the storytelling of um, of like the world and how the world collapsed. And this was the when you went to the bank. The there's mm-hmm. like something in the bottom of the bank where I read a note. 
that particularly stood out to me where when everything was kicking off on outbreak day that these guys thought hey we're going to rob the bank because you know <laughs> the police are too busy dealing with all these infecting people and all this kind of stuff and it's just such yeah. a great moment of like realizing how worthless money is suddenly yeah totally and you know ellie and dina are kind of like it doesn't mean anything to them so it reinforces that idea that money really is worthless in their time that they're living in you know yeah but also what, what is money that's it and, and it's also at the same time though that because people are programmed like that you could understand them going and robbing the bank and thinking yeah. this is a great opportunity to do this then suddenly what they're actually doing is is made meaningless by this devastating event that's happened to the world you know mm. um yeah. which is cool you know it's really really cool i really like and it really just made me feel like it just puts that perspective on and it does this like and, and i think this is like a perfect time to sort of segue into like the world and all the things that when you're going around people's houses and you see the playstations and you know all the little things that you sort of you would say is like a really important part of your life right now that like suddenly mm. in this scenario are just worthless you know like when you see something and you're like wow yeah. that like means so much to me now but yeah. like how how sort of worthless it is in like that, that time that, like post-apocalyptic yeah. you know like electrical yeah. appliances everything you know yeah i think like you walk into one of the places in seattle and there's like a little D D set up yes you know, that's really important and then it's just like oh just left there yeah you know? that's it as if yeah. like the, you know the world just got left behind you know and it's just crazy <laughs> yeah. and I, I love that kind of storytelling as well it's like really <laughs> it's really decent um okay I'll fire through him a bit quicker. Um, I've got Take On Me was one of the things that really stood out to me as being like, yeah. you know, such an emotional moment and is one of the best pieces of like musical and acting storytelling I've ever seen. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that song so much. Like, honestly, me and my partner, we will listen to it before we go to bed, <laughs> like yeah. almost every night. It's mm -hmm. just so beautiful. Um, yeah. And it's gorgeous. And it's like it's sung with this slightly somber, but like there's just oh, there's just so much emotion about it. And like that, particularly for me, there's the moment where she's she's like playing the song, and Dina looks at her mm. and smiles, and it is so fucking real. Like it just was just yeah. like like you see her like look up and you can see that she's like enjoying the song and then she smiles because it's ellie you know she's like oh you know and yeah. you can tell they love each other at that point you know and all that kind of stuff it's yeah. just like oh like th i don't know how they done it with the facial animations or whatever but the way she looks at her is yeah. just so perfect in regards to like that's how you look at someone when you're in love you know it's just yeah, amazing it's, it's gorgeous and i think um for me what because i've played this game quite a few times now mm. it's those little moments that help me push through the kind of traumatic moments yes. you know knowing that those loving and those tender moments are there um yep. they help with the yeah and and it <laughs> and i think that's that's a that's a great like point to make about the fact that that's why people hold on that's why yeah. like that's why no one's just like taking the easy route out you know and just and just like why would i even want to live in this world it's it's gross it's like you know there's there's this like storytelling in regards to like the human condition and the human like you know want to live and want to carry on and want to live for these moments you know mm -hmm. and how these yeah. moments can make it worth it or how a person can make these moments worth it or whatever it is that mm -hmm. that i think is just is just so perfectly told and so fantastic 
in this game. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, particularly that that moment where she she picks it up and starts singing that song, and it's something that is on all of my YouTube playlists now. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah, brilliant. Same. You know, that the second I hear that, like talking away, they just like immediately, like my heart's just like, oh, it just it really really and and it and like the song when you listen to it normally you know like the a actual banger. the one from the 80s is a banger yeah. and it's something yeah. you're 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 always like da, 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 and you like you almost <laughs> want to dance but like when you when you hear it when you hear it in that like in in that context and listen yeah. to the lyrics like it's real like that song's got yeah. some like pretty hefty lyrics like yeah. you know and i think it can be like you said it's quite somber when you when you listen to her and she says i'll be gone in a day or two knowing yeah. what happens later on you're like oh yeah, yeah. shit mm-hmm. <laughs> she will be <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's cool um okay cool next one is um that i've got written down is that as you explore the city you end up finding a geezer that's in a chair and you sort of it dips into tommy's sketchy past of being like <laughs> yes you know uh you know when he, she she talks about his and joel's kind of like oh you know you'd you'd torture one guy and then torture another one and then see if they said the same yeah. place because then you know yeah. that they're lying and all that kind of stuff was just like whoa yeah. like you know he's sobering reminders of the actual world they live in it's like <gasps> yeah like jesus that's pretty intense Mm -hmm. to do that yeah but did that moment stand out to you of like you know like looking for tommy and finding him and like seeing the wake of the destruction and everything you know it definitely did because i think even in the first game you hear so much about joel's past and tommy's past and you know oh, i've done bad things and Mm -hmm. all of that and and you kind of think oh yeah okay but what have you actually done well for me as a player i sort of think well what have you actually done that you know makes you such a badass or such such a bad person but yeah when when you walk into that room and you can kind of see what tommy is capable of you kind of think oh shit like not that they're bad people of course but it's just that reminder of what they are capable of i think yeah definitely and it's, it's one of those things where it's like they're it's still a product of their environment to a degree where it's like yeah, yeah. sure like you you almost forget don't you like hey like oh it's great you know because because you almost become numb to it as a player like oh hey we're just putting yeah. down just putting down a couple of runners like or whatever but you're like nah yeah. these are like these are like bad people like even ellie yeah. you know like they can kill you yeah. like <laughs> yeah i think one one of the things that made me realize how like not bad ellie is but i watched on youtube someone who's obviously an amazing gamer and plays on grounded mode and when you watch someone who can play the game so well you realize just how dangerous ellie is as a person like she can kill all these people like in the hillcrest segment yeah. she's she's killing 20 plus people yeah and you realize like jesus you're a you're you're not a an angel <laughs> no that but, is, yeah yeah it's just excellent isn't it yeah it's just cool to have that have that um perspective isn't it of yeah of, um, totally of you know the world that they live in and how real it is and, and that happens with abby too you know like when you when you are controlling abby the, there's plenty of times where you know it's, it's it's how real the fighting is and how mm-hmm. when you kill people like it feels like you're actually killing people not just npcs yeah 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 totally yeah like them yelling out to each other yeah kill that's someone it. and they're like Barbara, whatever her name is. Yeah, that's it. Oh, shit. I just killed her. Barbara. Barbara. (laughs) I don't actually know any of their names. Barbara just popped into Barbara, are you, Barbara? They're all Barbara now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's that's great because, yeah, it it, it makes it, it gives it this personality and it makes it feel real, you know? Um, Mm. Okay, so 
I've got stuff like little things like tripwires written down stuff like that because they're great you know it's just like like little things that just the world feels dangerous and stuff like that which is great um also got written down that um like it's that there's a constant dialogue between characters that gives them like gives the world and gives like playing these more like these traversal moments or when you're going through an area that like it's cool that they like constantly talk to each other or say little comments or do these little things like between ellie and dina when you're going through the city or between abby mm-hmm. and, and and all of her lot that when they go through the mm-hmm. city you know and i just think that's ace you know yeah I think, like you said, that can be certain things that you miss about the story. Um, like one thing for me that sticks out is um, on patrol when you first start the game with Ellie and Dina, and you know you might not stop at the start to go and scout all those houses on the way to um, the supermarket. And if you don't stop there, you miss out that Ellie was going to stop, like her and Joel were going to watch a movie that night together yeah. because that's only a dialogue that she says to dina there yeah um yeah so those little conversations i think it's cool kind of it, what makes the game yeah it, it, yeah exactly and it makes you want to look under all the different rocks and it makes you want to yeah. like have these little moments and explore these little places because you think that there's going to be something that will happen and that's where yeah. you know naughty dog is so great at doing that they do it in uncharted as well um mm-hmm. where where when you're doing something you you you, or you wander off or something that is very organic in how the other characters talk to you and stuff it's not just like they're stood with the their eyes you know dead behind the eyes waiting for yeah. you to to get past the next checkpoint they're like hey come on or like where are you to or you know what are you looking at or yeah. something like that that just gives it this yeah. like, personality and depth yeah totally okay so the next thing i've got is the clickers in the subway because there's like a chase scene um there's a couple of chase scenes in this game especially the one early Mm. doors with abby where like i remember that was the first time that the audio stopped me like you know when they start chasing you in the snow and you can almost hear them breathing behind you like it's so stressful when you're being chased um but it but it's like a you know it's that thrill and how real it feels and everything that you're like genuinely like when they're pouring out left right and center and all that kind of stuff in the subway it's like really intense you know yeah, I think it makes me realize just how bloody scary they are, like more mm-hmm. so than when you're creeping around trying to take them out. I think when there's hordes of them chasing and like you said, you can hear them. I don't know, like, I don't know the noise or how to describe it, but yep. yeah, it's, it's it's quite scary, especially if you've got headphones on. It's very mm-hmm. intimidating. And they yeah. do it so well, the headphones, where like I said, like when, especially in that first bit of Abbey, I'll never forget, like it was because it was, you know, I hadn't, it it'd been quite a while since i played like a massive playstation exclusive and stuff and and when i remember mm. playing that first scene and they like run and they hit the fence next to you and everything and like you know pull the fence over and she has to like crawl past them and stuff that like yes. it just feels so genuine and real and like yeah. scary and you can like literally hear them like <laughs> behind you and stuff and you're like yeah. oh this is yeah, horrible like, <laughs> yeah yeah literally and, like, <laughs> and this game puts you in this in this scenario where like stress feels organic and it feels like yep. real and it feels sudden and like oh my god like and then like yep. say when you get out of it or like we said earlier on when you get out of it it's just for long um yeah okay and the game's really good at sort of having those like calm calm moments and then those like really stressful moments straight away yeah i feel like whenever there's like a nice calm moment between characters there's you just know that there's going to be a stressful moment right after. I don't know why. I just get that feeling that yeah, you like the stressful moment yeah, afterwards. It's coming, or you can see like when yeah. they when they go down to a place, you're like, oh no, this is it again, isn't it? This is the, yeah, like, this is not good. We're gonna be <laughs> we're gonna be dealing with the clickers again. Like oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And I, I particularly liked the subway bit because you're being chased by the people too, which could be just as scary. Um, mm. the, you, you're being chased by, by the people at that point. And I remember like chucking a Molotov at a guy and all the clickers running over and like just, you know, those little things that make this game so great that you can like be clever and you can do things that like exactly. you almost use them to your advantage, the clickers and stuff, which yep. is cool. Um, yeah. Okay, next bit that I wanted to talk about was... <laughs> So we lose Joel, but we return to him. We yes. have the memories. We have the flashbacks, especially the museum. Um, yes. Which, again, at every moment is just effortless, excellent, real, and genuine storytelling between the two yeah. of them that had me smiling, giggling, somber, emotional, somber. crying, everything. You know, so yeah. so how did that whole scene... Um, that whole birthday gift wish, whatever that chapter's called, is just so... I just... That's probably my favourite part of the game, if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. And I think... I think the fact that you play it after Seattle Day 1, knowing yeah. that Joel's gone, it, it, it adds to the emotion for me. It's, you know... Because it's so far in the, in the game up to then, you, you've just seen Ellie and Joel not being on good terms and it's just it's reminiscent of the first game I think a little bit yeah. and it's just got those those beautiful happy feelings and Joel is laughing and he's smiling and he's you know pushing Ellie into the water and you know she's such a little shit and she pushes him back in and I just I don't know that I it fills my heart <laughs> it yeah, makes me literally. feel so it, happy yeah it's definitely a love letter to the first game and yeah. like there's a lot about it that like you know it's almost like they wanted to ground people and say hey you know like let's remember joel and ellie and what it was like being in that first game with it but it's just it's those little moments of there's like a, a playful father daughter like um yeah like you know when she's behind the counter and she's like oh hello sir like do you want to pay your money to come in and then he's like yeah. oh, he's like are we redoing this and she's like play along joel and he's like all right yeah and, and it's just like you know i see that with with you know and that's real you know like i see that with my brother yeah. with his daughters and stuff yeah. like that and like it's just amazing that like how well they tell that you know as they go I through i think in that scene as well i could be wrong but I saw a side of Joel that I hadn't seen in the first game up until that point, which was this kind of, not insecurity, if that's the right word, but, you know, when Ellie gets excited about going into the space part of the museum, he's like, oh, you don't like it, you know, mm -hmm. like he's a bit he's a bit nervous. And after the spaceship part where um, he gives her the recording, he sort of says, oh, did I do okay? You yeah. know, and I, and I think, thought, oh, I think what he's I a think, lovely man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think what you're looking for there is vulnerability. Like he's vulnerable. Yeah, vulnerable. Which, yeah. yeah, he, because beforehand he's very stoic and strong and like, you know, takes the reins and is protective and everything else. But this is like, you can tell emotionally this is as open as he's ever been. And as like, you know, in, in the, you know, it's because Joel is such a manly man. And mm -hmm. I think that's what makes it so, like, I don't know, it's always a bit more like, I, I, I remember saying this at some point, uh, I think I said it in, in, the, in the podcast with Talia about Barrett, that, like, mm. when when you see, there's something about, like, a kind of blokey bloke, like, being emotional or crying that almost makes it more poignant 
than like someone yeah. who's like like me i would say who's way more in touch with their emotions than most men are but like you know yeah. i that's where like you know almost like when joel cries is a bit like or when joel get like feels vulnerable in those moments or you know yeah. you can tell how much it means to him and how like he's yeah. he's planned this whole day and it's like a big thing and it's like it's like christmas it's like those times where you give yeah. someone something for them and you want it to be great because you love them and he just yeah. like he loves her so much and it's yeah. like it's so so amazing it's so so brilliant yeah. and and touching yeah. um and they've got so they've got such great Sorry. chemistry and everything you know it's just yeah it's just amazing um but that whole scene you know when he's putting the little the hat on the dinosaur and you know they can put the hats yeah. on and and i love it when they're talking about he's talking about jurassic park <laughs> 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 you know and he's yeah. like oh there's this tv show or this film that i used to watch you know and then he says yeah. like oh the second one wasn't as great and all it was just yeah. like and it's just but they like allude to it and it's so good it's just like yeah. oh wow and, and this is this is like and this is where i have to like sort of explain now to me and what this means to me as, as a player of the last of us this is these moments and these sections and these things that make these games particularly so unbelievably powerful and yes there's the clickers and there's the intense moments and there's the the fighting and there's the stress and there's all these like you know even like for example when joe dies and stuff he's got these like sudden full-on moments of of like grotesque emotion and all this kind of stuff but these moments are the ones that like they just tattoo themselves on your heart and they Mm -hmm. like will never leave you and they have like such a genuine like if you've played through the games and you play that moment and you're not brimming with some kind of emotion like either somberness because joel's gone or or happiness because there's they you know they did have those times together and it's really cute and all those different things like this is what's so special about these games they do it excellent in the first game they do it excellent with abby you know there's moments mm-hmm. with abby they yeah. do it excellent when they turn the you know they turn the table on the game um yeah and this is what's so powerful this is what this game does so well the other games you know it's it other games tell stories in great ways and i think that god of war have you played god of war yes i have yeah so that god of war there's also these nuanced moments where like it's this storytelling and it's like these moments that they have together these sections of the game where it's quieter and you and you feel the emotion of the characters a lot more and you can resonate with it all but particularly something that sticks with me the last of us i have to say is that it's just the most effortless and beautiful and fucking real human interaction and human storytelling the like yeah it if you've ever felt love regardless whether it was a parent or whether you've felt love for someone else or anything just love i think is one of the most powerful emotions if not the most powerful emotion on the planet and that is what is intertwined and woven into every single one of these moments is that it is it is full of love, love for the characters, love for the story, love for, you know, just ex- it's showing what love is from the perspective of a child, from the perspective of a father, from the perspective of, you know, Dina and Ellie and their love and, you know, everything. It's just oh, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, you definitely feel a lot when you play mm-hmm. this game. And I don't think I've ever spoken to anyone who doesn't feel something um, at some point in the game. And I think that's that's what makes it amazing, you know. Yeah. Just emotions. For sure. And 
this leads me perfectly on to another emotion which I'm interested to explore with you, and that is the 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 premise or the overarching thing of this this whole game and this whole story is that as much as you love Joel and Joel's amazing, Joel is the bad guy of this story. Yeah. Um, so what is your thoughts and feelings and stuff because that is where they carry on the decision that he made at the end of the first game that, yeah. that has so much weight and so much importance that yeah. they they carry that through into the into the next one yeah i definitely i don't know if i see joel as a bad guy i definitely think he's made bad decisions and bad choices and done bad things but for me in this world you can't necessarily be a good or bad person because you know everyone's living in fight or flight mode and they do everyone reacts on the instinct right acts on instinct and straight away they just have to make decisions and I do think yeah he's not a good person and but then he made Joel made his decision at the end of the first game because of the decision of Abby's dad to, you know, essentially kill Ellie without consent. So is he a bad person for trying to save someone he loves? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this is um, where this is where this the, the concept of this is a fascinating just subject and we could probably do a whole podcast yeah. just on this. But like yeah. it's the thing that makes The Last of Us one so great and the thing that makes his decision so great is mm. that right now you know that there's so many people on this planet. There's so many individual little lights, but there's only a certain amount of lights that you really care about. And there's only a yeah. certain amount of lights that you really think. And if it's someone you love, like if it was Kaylee and I had to make mm. that decision, I would mm. make that decision 100%. 100%. Yeah. Because it, because, and that's why you relate with Joel so much. Because even though, yeah. even though on, on a, on a huge scale, um, that it's like, it's so devastating what he does and it's so mm. wrong and you know yeah. that ellie would want to die to mean mm. something even without the scenes that they end up playing in this game that really like you know uh, uh push that through but like you know you know that she's a hero and she would just do that and all this kind of stuff but like it's so fucking real and human to be like i would i would see a million people die than than the person i love you know and 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 that is something that that makes that they that they do so well that that in this kind of like that joel is very much the bad guy of abby's story yeah um and the decisions he makes but the decisions he makes are so relatable and so understandable because humans are inherently selfish and it's so natural for you to think and and like um have you played spider-man ps4 I have not. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so there's a there's a I think the Spider-Man PS4 is is a, a fantastic example, obviously, where someone's a hero as opposed to the villain, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like the opportunity for people to be a hero realistically is far harder than like a, a storytelling of a superhero. You know, like you you w- there is a lot more kind of like cuz that decision you'd always sort like you know let's say in theory you'd like to say hey of course I'd want to save the whole planet not just one person but when you're put in that scenario and when you mm-hmm. love someone that much mm-hmm. suddenly that decision isn't as easy as it looks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
and that's that's where it's just it's just excellent it's just excellent that they constantly you know he he is the 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 monster under the bed the the ghost in the closet for abby in her life and how much his decisions have hurt and affected and destroyed her um and suddenly you as a player who especially to begin with like you said you you like have this immediate disgust and hatred for uh, uh, abby um mm. and then they they play that out in such a perfect way where it then gives you the perspective of hey that's your us how about this us and how yeah. that us affected this other us and that is like where you know it's it's just really really full-on and real and and i just think this like i think genuinely that that joel is the bad guy of the last of us regardless of whether it's one or two i think he's the bad guy in both but yeah like any great villain there's so much that you can understand about why he made the decision he made and that's where like i genuinely believe that they they give that a payoff as well come the end of the game the Mm. the in that final conversation he has with ellie the like leaves you with that poignancy and leaves you with that like hey he like you know like love conquers all in his mind yeah um and that he would never have made a decision any different and everything which is like oh you know makes me want to cry even think about it but like (laughs) (laughs) it's full on (laughs) yeah um Okay, I've got the whistle people. I forget oh, the seraphites. The seraphites, um, yeah. and just how terrifying they are. You know, they're, they're scary. <laughs> they're really scary. Like, just just to touch on, that's just one of the things I wrote down of just being like, you know, having mm-hmm. an enemy, having an enemy that doesn't shout but whistles to like find out where you are and everything is just sketchy. <laughs> yeah, it's real scary. <laughs> Not a fan of how they uh, slice open the stomach either. No, and like they like sacrifice people in such like a um uh just messed up way where they have their guts hanging out and shit and it's just like it's just right, gross. It's, full on. <laughs> it's full on. But they're just a really they're a really great um enemy, you know, because they're like there's something just like eerie about them and sketchy and unknown and stuff, which is cool. Mm. As opposed yeah, to like add another kind of um you know dips to gameplay as well yeah 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 definitely and you can hear them and like there's a lot of just oh it's just sketchy and then the more you find out about them though the more you tend to relate to them too you know like especially come the end when you see their little like island and that they just you know they all care for each other too and they're trying to fight for their homeland and everything it's just crazy yeah, I kind of liked their island. That was one of my favorite parts was seeing the island. And I sort of thought, if I was in a zombie apocalypse, I think I'd quite like to live on the island. Yes, you know, definitely. Have these little huts and how how was I don't know. Can the zombies swim in The Last of Us? I don't, I don't know. know. But how how would they get there? You know, be nice yeah. and safe. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And you just live this little village life as opposed to like, you know. Oh, sounds awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although the big stadium, to be fair, I'd feel pretty safe in. Oh, I loved the state. I loved seeing that. So yeah. much the stadium, yeah. Just how you know all the animals in the middle, and mm-hmm. yeah, that was cool. And, so, and but that's yeah. where they that's where they immediately get you though, like storytelling wise, they're just genius. Where it's like, hey, remember, remember her, and you're like, yeah, I fucking remember her, and then and then, and then all <laughs> yeah, you know, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, there there she is, that that horrible person just 
walking past those kids and oh, oh great yeah we'll look at her being nice being nice to that dog and you know yeah, yeah. and then suddenly like the tide turning in your mind and you're like oh well yeah but sure you know she killed joe and i mean and then like you just yeah. and that's the way that like they just so excellently just just by walking around you suddenly then resonate and, and see with these people in the exact same way that you walked through uh jackson to begin with yeah you know? Yeah, hundred percent. And that they're yeah. just people, and there's kids that are going to school, and they're not these animals that you think they are because you end up putting so many of them down in the previous section, <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly it gives you this kind of like weight to everything, you know, where mm. you're like, oh shit, like these are just people trying to get by and live as well, you know. And then as the story goes on, they they really explore going into that. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, cool. So we'll dive into Abby then, quick. Um, okay and and what she has to say um hmm. uh, you know what her story means and all the different stuff that happens with her um bear in mind i must say that this game's pacing is just excellent throughout the whole thing yeah um, i do agree with you on that one you know there's yeah. there's never a moment where i feel like something's going on too long and every single time and this is where this game is so great and we will get to abby in a second i'm sorry sorry for digressing but there, <laughs> there is a every single moment you even slightly begin to think about thinking about being bored they change it up mm -hmm. so it's mm -hmm. like before you even realize it you know before you even like actually think oh hey you know like whatever like they they've already changed it they've changed the pace they're doing something different they've got a different scene on or mm -hmm. a different moment and everything it's just oh it's excellent i think the only time that it it's slightly um dragged and that's not even in, in like a terrible way it was just more of like a want to get to the end was when you play as ellie in the summary place later on um yeah i do agree the santa barbara yeah, section that's where yeah. i'm just a little bit like because there the people because you had the perspective of the people and everything in in um where, where's the city called again Santa Barbara, no. No, the Seattle. other one, Seattle. The, because you had the perspective of Ellie's group versus her group, and there was that kind of stuff where, like, you know, the people who I was killing in Santa Barbara, I didn't give a shit about, you know? Yeah. And and I think that's, like, that's where it lost itself ever so slightly. Um, But, no, like I say, there's, no, there's nothing to do with any kind of, like, oh, that's a, a huge, huge issue or anything. It was just yeah, that, was, that was the only no. moment where I was just a bit like, all right, come on, let's go. Like, when I found a machine gun, I was like, thank fuck you know yeah. like rather <laughs> i think it was just like i just i just want to know what happens like yes. is she going to find abby like what what the fuck's yeah, going to happen yeah. just just tell me yeah yeah okay so so abby what stands out to you about abby what do you like about abby what do you think about abby you know anything anything that comes out let you know here's here's, here's your first moment thing, let it all out <laughs> first thing that comes to abby is her arms i mean abby is really fit yes <laughs> for me yeah, um yeah. i I love playing as Abby. I feel as a player, especially my first time playing it, I felt so much stronger and safer for some reason. Mm -hmm. um, even though objectively maybe Abby has the scarier parts like the hospital and the descent, yeah. I just felt like she's Abby. Like, look at these arms. I feel so safe. I can take on anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I love Abby and I like her crew. I think Owen is, is a really interesting character as well. Yeah. Um, but no, it, the first time I kind of played as Abby, um, obviously after she shoots Jesse and then it cuts to Abby finding her dad in a flashback, I was kind of like, oh, okay. Yep. That's a bit scary. But yeah, no, I, I really like her as a character and um, I understand her story and I'm really glad that Naughty Dog made us play as her. 
yeah. you know, um, because I really I understand her story and I understand her motives. And I was I, by the end of day three, I was I was rooting for her, you know, like yeah. like Ellie, don't find her, just leave her alone, go yeah. home, because I I want Abby to be happy and live with live and yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah hundred percent and and it's it's they they do a great a great um a great piece of of narrative in it's always like you you don't understand me unless you walk the while in my shoes and that's what mm. they they get you to do they get you to walk a mile in abby's shoes they get you to live with her they get you to be with her all the time and you know mm. all, like don't get me wrong begrudgingly to begin with but you yeah. then you you know but they they do the same things they follow the same story she has such a similar arc in so many ways to to ellie although they they yeah. peak and trough at different moments that you know ellie's story begins with um where you know she she begins with joel and and her story kind of like you know her redemption story ends when abby's and uh, begins sorry when abby's ends you know Mm, um yeah and they kind of pass the baton of pain and suffering to each other um yeah i like that actually yeah Yeah. literally because she she you know she doesn't get anything from it she just feels empty and um unsatisfied and everything because it doesn't matter what you do to joel or or doing that like this it's a great it's a great thing about revenge and how revenge is you know it doesn't make you feel any better at the end of the day you know if if someone's cheating on you just cheating back it doesn't make you feel any better it's the pain that you know the pain that the person put you through or the pain that you experience or the trauma that you experience in losing someone it can't be Mm -hmm. redeemed by killing someone back or anything you know and that is really well told in this yeah um 100%. and that she passes that on to ellie who then does the same thing who then tries passing it back on to her again and then they both end up just kind of dropping it and dropping to their knees come the end um but <laughs> one thing that i always think about because i'm such a person who likes to you know talk through my feelings and things like that i mm. there, there are parts where i just want to sort of shake them both and just be yeah. like just stop fighting. Just stop and talk. Like, yeah. I don't even think Ellie fully knows why Abby killed Joel. I don't think Ellie ever figures out it's because, you know, that that Abby had a dad who died. Yeah. She just thinks it's because, you know, oh, I'm not the cure anymore. You know, I just I want them to just sit down and be like, just talk. <laughs> but yeah. they won't because that's 100%. not this game. That's not this world. But, Yeah. And that's and that's the thing is that when you're in that scenario where you've lost that person and and you don't have that perspective of the other person that you don't you don't care you don't care where they've come mm-hmm. from or what's gone about them they've killed someone I've loved I love you know yeah and and that that's all that matters and that's the same thing with Abby on the opposite end where it's like it does you know it doesn't matter it doesn't matter where he is or what he does or how great his story is or how amazing he is to Ellie or whether he has a daughter or doesn't and all these different things um, and that's why like I feel like I don't know if you've ever like i'm sure there's probably times where you've at least read about it or whatever but when people meet people who have killed their sons and daughters and stuff um mm. that like in real life that like it's such a, a massive moment for them to understand where the other person was and all that kind of stuff and like to like you know show them the pain that they've given them and for them to understand each other to a degree um not yeah. you know but you know 90 99 probably percent of anybody who's had anybody murdered would just be like i hate them and i'm always gonna hate them and i'm always gonna hate yeah. what they've done um and the that like that hate hate really or or expressing yourself in in violence or or any of that kind of stuff doesn't heal emotional pain and it doesn't no. bring the person back or any of that kind of stuff no. which is which is mad yeah. um yeah but yeah they do they do such a great job of 
I ended up where I was like, it. What what they do so well is that I think throughout the Last of Us one, they they do a great um, a, you know, they do great storytelling of hey, this is this is um Joel, this is who he is, and then in the end, you think wow, Joel was the bad guy, and what I found myself thinking at the end was that Ellie's the bad guy in the Last of Us two. Oh, very 100%. much so you know and she, mm-hmm. the way that she acts the things that she does you know the the impulse of it all even when she goes back to abby again afterwards it's like you know she is this ball of revenge and and mm-hmm. and hatred and everything else mm-hmm. that that is just you know she's the bad guy in this game you know yeah talking about when abby when ellie sorry leaves dina at the farm mm-hmm. that that is one of the only times that i I kind of was really angry at Ellie. I was, yeah. I felt like, what the, what are you doing? You know, mm-hmm. and you, you've, you've tried to get revenge. It didn't work. And you've got this life. You've got, you've got Dina, you've got JJ. And, you know, that was one of the times that I was really like not rooting for Ellie. Um, and then, you know, when you see Ellie in Santa Barbara and how she just doesn't look well and, you know, she's just so obsessed. I just thought, you know, you, you've bought this on yourself. <laughs> and yeah. I just, I found it really hard to to connect with her in that section because I didn't want to keep playing. Like, I was like, you had your, you had your, not your fairy tale ending, but you had your happy ending, you know. And I, I, I the first time I played the Santa Barbara um, section, I played it very begrudgingly, to be honest, because I just wanted her to go back to Dina. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I think yeah. you, you don't, it's, it's one of those moments I always it always reminds me of this thing where I remember watching like Leonardo DiCaprio's um, Romeo and Juliet. Um, mm. And there's and always this moment where Juliet sent in the letter and he never opens the post box and walks by it and goes to go find yeah. her. And that's, and you, and you always think to yourself like, just go back, just grab it, just look in there, you yeah. know, like, and, and I felt that way with this where I was like, you know, just don't like, there's just, this isn't going to achieve anything, you know? And, yeah. and what it does in, in, in so well is that, it it, sh- it tells the story of someone taking revenge on someone who hurt them to begin with Abby, you know, and mm-hmm. then, and then it goes on to being like, you want to get revenge on Abby. And then suddenly you don't. And then you can see though, why then she still pushes through and wants to do it because that person mm-hmm. that, because, because what they do is they give you as the player perspective, but Ellie never mm-hmm. has that perspective. Ellie never sees yeah. Abby as a nice person. She never sees no. her as anything. She sees her as exactly. who killed Jesse as well. You know, all these different things. That mm. that hatred would never go away because if you'd have just played it just from just from Ellie's point of view the entire time, like that's this is one this is a moment that really really strikes me that when you drop down from the ceiling and you butcher that dog as Ellie, oh, yeah, in the aquarium and you just think yeah. and you think and it, it, at the time this is what this game does so fucking brilliant is it puts you in these scenarios where I killed that dog and I was like fucking get out of my way I was like yeah. fucking die you know and then suddenly this this like this flip of the script where i'm like oh no this is the dog i murdered (laughs) yeah i threw a ball to him and everything he fetched and he's so lovely and like you know that that flip of the script that like is is so brilliant and then that's when you realize like holy shit like perspective is fucking Mm -hmm. everything in life and like the perspective of the fact that i was so damn okay with it i was like yeah fucking murder that dog fucking (laughs) 
you know, out the way. Yeah, fucking stabbing, <laughs> fucking coming at me. What the fuck? Like, you know, and and then and then suddenly having that flipped and in realizing like, whoa, like there's so, yeah. like there's something crazy powerful about perspective. And yeah. that like, you know, if you have a heart full of hatred because you've lost someone you love and you know that someone has been that someone done something wrong to someone else you know it, it's like you don't even see past that shit and it, you're so clouded and it, and it feels really strangely that like when you're playing as ellie you have these like blinkers on you can't even look left and right you're just like kill them kill them kill them kill them kill them like and then mm-hmm. when suddenly you play as abby it's like they go hey look at this whole world around you and look at what mm-hmm. how narrow-minded ellie is you know yeah um yeah wow <laughs> wow 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 <laughs> so good um uh another thing i've got written down is so so yeah abby's relationship with um owen and how mm-hmm. lovely how lovely the storytelling is there i think it's great i love the scene when they're up on the the thing and they jump into the water together i think that's really mm-hmm. cute um yeah that's really nice. i think again speaking of intimacy the the sex scene that those two have is very real mm-hmm. as well but in yeah. so much of a different way to like ellie and dina's where it's like tender ellie and dina's and it's like nice yeah. and that it's like emotional but theirs is yeah. also emotional but in more of like a you know a, an expulsion of of like this tension oh. between the two yeah tension yeah passionate tension yeah 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 for sure um so i've a couple more things i've got written down is um is the moment and i'll never forget this is when they say clipper wings um oh yeah and they just start breaking people's arms and stuff in they break uh i forget her name now um yara yara's arm to pieces with a hammer and it's like oh my god this is grim um and, and there's these moments where this game, you know, as, as emotional as it is and as real as it is and as, as like, uh, tender as it can be, it still has these moments where it's like you're still living in this very real world. Yeah. And and humans turning on humans, right? You know? Yeah. 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 And, and being animals to each other, you know? Yeah. Um, so that leads on to the, the next bit, bit that I want to... Um, I want to talk about which is abby's change into becoming it's lev isn't it yeah yeah yep. the, the 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 abby ends up becoming there becomes a there, this is where it surprised me because there's very much abby's us and ellie's us and then suddenly yep. they flip it even more where they're like you can become an us with someone that could be your sworn enemy you know yeah the whatever and that everything's just a, a change of perspective and and that 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 moment where she's got the broken arm and everything is like really real and they've got to like find the antibiotics and there's all these things where you actually genuinely want to help these people even though they're yep. the enemy and that that that's where like the last of us is it's a and christ I've, I've spoken a lot on this podcast so i do apologize chelsea that i've just gone so mad no i really i um, really like listening to you <laughs> the the thing that Last of Us does is it it deals so perfectly with humans, and it, it's mm. such a human game where it's like mm. there's love, there's mistakes, there's perspective, there's revenge, there's hatred, there's happiness, there's connection, mm. and like it it goes with all the different ranges of human emotion where like 
humans are so interesting where we can hate so hard and we can be so horrible and we can be so evil and disgusting and nasty to another one another but we also like we're also charitable and we're also naturally want to help each other and we naturally care about other human beings and we can like there's you know you can be empathetic towards other human beings even if they're from a different background or a different place um uh, that you may initially hate or be pre-programmed to hate that like mm. it, it really deals with all of the spectrums of human emotions so perfectly and i think that's why people resonate with it at such a deep level because it's like that the way that they deal with especially abby and lev is that like it is just so perfectly told of being like we should hate each other but why would you and it's also using a child as the the catalyst because if yeah. it, if if they weren't a child abby would have just killed them yeah and it's that like you walk away as abby don't you when you leave them that first time and you think mm-hmm. oh no like i wonder if they're gonna be okay or whatever and then you end up going back and it's just great you know that connection yeah. they have um i think one of my favorite moments is um on day three at the island after yara gets killed and abby says you're my people to live yeah. and i was like oh thank god like that's yeah. just yeah that i mean i already liked abby at that point but that made me love her i was like yeah go yeah. go you <laughs> yeah 100% and and it's yeah. at that point you've been through so much emotionally and you've seen both sides of things and that is when they really double down on us is who is close to your heart Mm-hmm. and and the, that moment i remember so specifically that it's 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 so like sudden and in the moment and she just goes mm-hmm. like you're my people you know and and the way she yeah. says it and the way that it does it just i remember playing and i had goosebumps all over me because yeah. i was like Cause it does kind of come out of nowhere right but yep. then i think yeah it's so emotional and it's, yeah yeah i just think it's i just think it's excellent and and that that it, it's such a powerful moment that like you know you can do so in that moment there that little thing is just as powerful as like all of the stuff that goes on with the storytelling between ellie and joel and the more cataclysmic stuff that happens like just a one sentence how one sentence with everything that's happened that happens between them is just amazing you know and it, mm-hmm. it just it just gives it this depth and it's just this one thing where you're like holy shit yeah she is your people like abby you know and that she yeah. is like you know uh it's just amazing you know um sorry he that like and 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 that they are this this new duo and unison and you know there is this love between them that grows and you can see these moments where you care like when she gives gives uh lev the gas mask and she finds out about lev because lev is very like removed mm. because they're enemies you know to begin yeah. with and then it grows into all these different things but yeah is there anything else that particularly stands out to you about ellie and, and lev um they, they, i mean they're like ellie and joel right they're the new kind of ellie and joel in a way like um joel and abby's stories are kind of not the same but they do bad things and they find redemption or love in in someone who's probably a little more innocent um joel finds it in, in ellie and and Abby finds it in Lev, and I, I honestly can't wait. And I hope there's a DLC or part three with mm-hmm. more Abby and Lev because yeah. I think their bond is very special. Um, yeah. yeah, and and they and again, it's it's that perspective of suddenly your attachment to Abby and Lev 
is the same that you had with Joel and Ellie in the first one. Yeah. Where you're like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm her protector. I look after. Uh, sorry, I'm his protector. I look after him mm. and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. That I'm like, I just think is so so perfectly um, told. You know, and and yeah. then finding out like you do about Lev being like yeah. trans and stuff that is yeah. so it's so so cool it's so cool that like you can see that that would be a that so like tough in that scenario because they're he's come from a background where they're not allowed to be like that you know and yeah. then suddenly abby just it has an open heart to that and it's amazing yeah you know yeah definitely i really love i mean i really love that abby you know, says, do you want me to ask about it? And Liv yeah. says no, and she sort of just drops it. She's very mm-hmm. just like, well, this, this this doesn't matter to me. You are, you, you'll just live. And yeah, yeah that's really 100%. special. But you find out not actually via that, you find out when they call over and, and talk, mm. you know, and they say yeah. about that uh, because you don't know necessarily to begin with. Um, yeah. And then it's just cool because it's, it is, it's like a great point of, the fact that it, again it, it's it leads into how lovely abby is you know deep down because you're yeah. like oh you know she does she doesn't care you know why would you care no. why is it a thing you know be who you yeah. are and be and feel how you feel you know mm-hmm. um and and that's amazing and that the abby like facilitates for that and is so lovely and all that kind of stuff is just really really nice and, and i just i love their like duo their dynamic and stuff because they've all got those kind of let's say joel and eddie moments of like when she's on the crane and she's just shit in a brick <laughs> <laughs> and, and Lev's and Lev's just like sworn in off, like what's on? Like we're yeah. always up here, what? you know? Like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love Lev's like innocence when it comes to sarcasm. Um, yeah, he doesn't know what the word cool is, and yeah, yeah. Those those moments there, those like little dialogue exchanges, those are what like warms your heart towards mm-hmm. the two of those becoming a duo. I think. Yeah, for um, sure. Like we had with Ab- with Ellie and Joel. Yeah, yeah. And and it's just you know, Lev as a character, he's just like like he's got that same youthful like that innocence that mm. that is what attaches you to ellie to begin with as well yeah in the first game um yeah which is excellent and it's just that perspective of like you know i love that they just incorporate all those little things like he calls what does he call the the zombies oh demons demons and like you yeah. know you know it's just that perspective change or how different people use different things from different places and it's like it's a great kind of um uh let's say like a condensed or small example of how you know humans again like it doesn't matter whether someone's from asia or from somewhere else or a different mm-hmm. place in the whole world and they speak a different mm-hmm. language to you even say different things to you that you can find a connection mm-hmm. with them and you can care you know um and they do yeah. that so well because there's something that immediately appeals to empathy when it comes to children, I think, you know, because I think when you see a children suffering or child suffering, you're like, oh, you know, it just immediately plays on your on your feelings in that way, you know? Yeah. And your instinct to protect them. and Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that that's 100%. a human instinct. Mm hmm. hundred percent. But yeah, so um, we basically yeah we're getting towards the la- the latter stages of my stuff anyway and that's where the you know there's all the stuff of like the the flipping and the table of perspectives and st- and then you've got like tommy living was something that really stood out to me because i thought he was dead 
<laughs> I thought he got a shot in the face. Um, good old but Tommy. He's still alive. Yeah, he's good old make Tommy. It what a bloke. Yeah. <laughs> what a bloke. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's just like, no matter what, he's just, you know, like, it's just, there's just people you meet in your life, you're just like, what a bloke. He's just, what a swell guy. You know, you just what always think that. What a swell guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's always kind of thinking. <laughs> Just, just ain't got a bad word to say about Tommy, you know. It's just like just he's always just trying to be a top bloke. Even from the, the, that very first conversation he has with Joe, you're just like, oh, what a nice guy, you know. What, 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 yeah. What a top gentleman this guy is, you know. He's just he never does a thing wrong, Tommy. You know, he's just like he's just he's such a just top bloke. He is just a top bloke, really, Tommy. It's true, you know. You can't you can't you can't deny it. And you're just like no. you're just like oh yeah, it's true, and you know he's just so nice. He's just so genuine. Drive a gunshot to the head. He can do anything. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I was very happy that he didn't uh, snuff it. Um, oh god, if he died, I think I don't think I could have completed the game. To be honest, it's too much. <laughs> so, what they do at the end, and this is where I'm going to sort of round off my notes and stuff, and feel free to mm-hmm. dive in at any point. What they do is they 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 pull you all the way back. I think with just bear with me one second. If you hear anything in the background, ladies and gentlemen, is the fact that my brother has his boy around. So, um, he's he's uh, going and playing some Mario on the uh, on the on the landing. <laughs> not gonna. So, if you hear a little bit of something in the background, that's what it is. Um, okay. So, um, it, they they change the perspective again, where Ellie is a like you almost see her as like the bad guy again, and then they go ahead and do the stuff like with the dance and that song from the dance is another song I listen to all the time now on YouTube. Um, Mm -hmm. that's just amazing. And like how uh, like cool it is that they have this perspective of when Joel stands in and like sticks up for her and when they're being horrible about like, you know, her being lesbian and stuff, it's just Mm -hmm. like wrong, you know, like, and it's cool though, because it's like this battle between Ellie wanting to like be a grown up and look after herself. And Joel also having this like constant fear and need to make sure that she's okay and stuff, you know? Hmm. And did what did you like that dance scene? Do you like how that sort of played out? And like, because they flirt yeah. with the fact that that was the last time she spoke to him, don't they? They like make you yeah. feel like, wow, was the last time they actually spoke to each other, they just fell out. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, that scene is visually beautiful. And I love the floating with her and Dina. And I think it's really, um, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's a lovely scene. I think for me, I felt so sad with Joel when, you know, he, 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 jumps in to help Ellie and she kind of just you know tells him to fuck off and you can just see him kind of standing there with his little puppy face and you know so much of you know Ellie and Joel's relationship in that game is her kind of being angry at him for for saving her and and you know rightfully so but so so much of me is like I I don't know how else to say it other than you know, when I was younger in my like late teens, early twenties, I had a lot of resentment to certain people in my life about things that had happened. And mm-hmm. so in that scene, I see a lot of myself. Um, and now that I'm older, I kind of look back and I think, God, I, I wish I had just worked through it and not, not been so angry at people all the time. And that scene hits hard because I just want to tell Ellie again, like, just don't be angry just talk it through yeah he just um, he just loves you he just loves you and you know yeah be angry and be annoyed but you know he did it because he doesn't want to lose you and um 
you know, again, perspective. Ellie is very got tunnel vision in this game. I think. Yeah, and and it's and it's, it's easy though, isn't it? Because it's in any relationship, it's hard, especially like you know when you have something that you love so much. Like often, it brings about an anxiety that makes you feel mm. like, wow, what would I even do if this person just died suddenly, or what would I even do if yeah. it did, they just disappeared, or you know, I I do it at times now, like where I'm like, oh my god, like I just worry about stuff, and you know, you just have this yeah. like this thought of just like shit like i just want to wrap them up in bubble wrap and you can't do that but no. you certainly have the input the compulsion to want to you know and you have yeah. this like this this deep need to to ensure that they're okay you know because you love them so yeah. much and that's just amazing but also it does so excellently tell about how like ellie feels smothered you know to a degree with yeah. that kind of stuff and they play that route really well at the start as well with the like patrols and everything and you know how he he's constantly sort of looking out for her and she doesn't feel free in that way yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they just they just play it out really well because Joel's so, you know, upstanding and so lovely and he's just like, you know, as much as he's, you know, a deep, loving, caring person in her life, he's also like a guard dog, you know, as well, who would never, <laughs> yeah. never have anybody say any word against her or anything like that, which is cool, you know, yeah. especially when that guy's being such a fucking dick. <laughs> yeah. You know. Such and, a fucking... But oh, I like idiot. that. I like the fact that they, they also have this, like, what they do so well in this second game with having a female protagonist is that very much it's the story of I'm Ellie and I can handle myself. And that's mm. and that's what's so great is that like, you know, she proves to herself, I think, that she can do it without Joel. That she can yeah. be this strong person. That's what she was kind of saying to him at that moment. She's like, Hey Joel, you're like, I'm not a pushover. I know I'm you know, I'm always gonna be a little baby girl, but I'm not anymore you know yeah. um which i still see it now like i think that like katie's got such a great relationship with her dad but he just absolutely just is like putty in her hands just dotes on her and like yeah. and and it's amazing to see that they she has such an amazing father-daughter relationship with him in that way and i see so much of that joel and, and ellie in their relationship because they yeah. have the, they have this banter and all these different things that like yeah. it, it's just amazing and i love it and i love the fact that like he's the same thing where like you know joel's a big burly bloke you know and so is katie's yeah. dad you just know that instantly he'd he'd snap anyone in half who came near her or hurt her yeah. or anything like that but at the same time like she is powerful and strong and everything else and that's what i see like you know where i've just you know i see it in real life with with katie and her dad where yeah. i'm like you know she very much can handle herself <laughs> and she very much is like an independent and strong person and everything else but like you can just see that like no matter what like i remember he said this thing to me one time where he was like because katie went off to japan and this is just mm. this re relates so much to last of us which is why i'm not trying to go off too much mm. of a tangent but he just said to me he was just like you just want you worry every day you worry every day that they're there or you worry every day but you just have to let go and you have to have yeah. this kind of like like they're they're big enough and old enough now and and there was another moment that he i remember he said like he like he was always like oh i always took her places when she was younger because like i i just always thought like you know one day she won't need me you know and one day she'll just be able to do stuff on her own and, and i feel i feel so much and i think when kaylee gets to the point where she'll probably listen to this podcast after playing last of us uh, but like mm -hmm. i i think when she plays it she will have such a connection to those two and to ellie yeah. and stuff that like oh it's just so so good you know it's it's yeah. it's like it's such a beautiful relationship and i think that like that's the thing with joel is that he he wants to let go but you just know that he's like he's living in a world that's so scary and there's so much doubt and there's so much like every time you walk out the door you never know if they're going to come back that you know you, you can tell why he would want her just to stay in jackson yeah she's safe you know yeah. that's, that's, that's his girl yeah. Yeah.
Yeah, 100%. Um, so I'm just going to wrap it up with the last thing that, that, you know, and I again, I could talk about this for four hours. Easy. No problem. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't have any problem at all talking about it for that long. But like, it, it's just for me this game is such an it's it it finishes with the most one of the most beautiful scenes in anything i've ever watched any narrative um Mm -hmm. and that is when joel talks to ellie on that doorstep and it's such a deep and meaningful and lovely and touching moment um yeah and that's something that i just you know what what was your thoughts and feelings about that yeah that that's apart from the you know flashback birthday scene that's my favorite scene in the whole that's my favorite scene in the whole game. Um, it's also so heartbreaking because, you know, I think that's the night before he gets killed and you know that they're on the the way to, to trying to mend their relationship. Um, and again, like something that I always will take away from this game is because of how Joel died so quickly and so sudden is I take away of just always remembering to tell those people in my life how much they mean to me and how much I love them because you never know, right? In Mm -hmm. real life, um, someone could just drop dead. So that's something that this game really put into perspective for me was like, just tell my dad I love him all the time because I do, you know, even if I'm annoying him um, because you never know what's going to happen. And similar to Kaylee and her dad, I see a lot of my dad in Joel. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's why I had this attachment to Joel. But yeah, no, that that scene, um, and when Joel sort of says, you know, if the Lord gave me another chance, I'd do it all over again. Yeah. And you kind of like he would. Mm-hmm. And and it's he cool would. because they they you know as a character like what he, what he, what what lengths he had to go to and everything else to get to that point and you know what he's done to the world they they do that really well in the scene mm-hmm. when you're out when you're out doing a patrol with her and tommy and they do that thing where like you know there's that tension between them because like there's almost this kind of like you see the world that you've left behind joe you see what you've done you yeah. know and th- there is yeah. this guilt and this weight on him and he knows that mm-hmm. but still what overrides that what is on t- and you know and even after everything the that's what where you you i kate like you know because i throughout this game because of the perspective of abby and everything i found myself feeling quite negative to joel come the end yeah and i ended up thinking like not only is he not only is he a bad guy but like you know he's destroyed people's lives and everything and and even though he'd done it for Mm -hmm. the right decision like the world is as it is because of him like all the horrible things you see people running and scared and you know all these notes and everything you find of people that have like you know died and it's just like this would this could all all be fixed you know and or you know or it could all be better because of one decision and then i ended up feeling quite negative and then suddenly in that moment when he looks her in the eye and he doubles down he Mm -hmm. he emotionally says yeah fucking right that's what i've done and i'd do it again and that is so so powerful it's so amazing and it's so like oh it's just it's just so so good I almost feel like that is what Ellie needed to hear as well to help her yeah. forgive Joel because, like you said, he he's not backtracking. He's not, no. you know, yes, his decision was bad and, yes, the world may never, you know, have a cure because of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do agree. Like, the second game made me look at him very differently. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that's what she needed to hear that, yeah, I I sacrificed the world for you. And I think that's why she decides to work towards forgiving him and i think it's 
it's beautiful, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it, and it's just it it like it's constantly in every moment effortlessly powerful this game emotionally and effortlessly yeah. weighty, and yeah it's that that is the culmination of all of this you know expansive and full-on journey you've been through that results in you know really it ends on the sad note of ellie not being able to play the song and not being able to do those things because she's had her fingers fucking bit them off that like you, you know you're just like that is that is so powerful and that is the final note of like hey this is where like chasing revenge gets you you know don't yeah. you know this is like there's no use in it because it's just pain doesn't fix pain you know no. and uh, like it but it's also nice that they go back to that place with joel and they double down on it and that you can see that actually there was you know a road to recovery with them both that you know yeah. sadly they never walked down but it's almost like you know it it leaves it less it, it, it don't know. It's like it's like it straddles a line, doesn't it? Of like, it's almost makes it harder because you're like, oh, they they were gonna be okay again, but also, but also, it's like, oh, they didn't leave it on a bad note. There wasn't just that argument in the shed, no, you know, yeah, at the dance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just... an intention for them to to make up, and they didn't get to, but <laughs> yeah, and it's, the intention and it, was there. Yeah, for sure. And it's that's where I think the reason they have that flashback is perhaps when Ellie sat on that bed, that's what she's thinking about. You know, perhaps she's like, maybe after everything, after not even killing Abby in the end and everything I've been through, that you know, uh, we were on, we were going to the right place, or we weren't going in the right direction. And I think if that's that's the same with anybody who would lose someone early in your life, or you know, far before they should go potentially or whatever, that you know, you can always look back and say, hey, you know, that's what we were gonna do. And, yeah. and that's something that that is that's like nice almost to think yeah. about um but yeah the, the last thing i wanted to bring up particularly for me um mm-hmm. is that this game came about a really weird time for me where i had just met kaylee and kaylee was very very openly bi and mm-hmm. i had always had those thoughts and feelings myself um mm-hmm. but i had never come out basically and mm-hmm. this was a huge factor in the moments of you know lev story and and like the representation like you were saying and stuff like that Mm. of of that stuff that just made me feel so comfortable in doing that and made me feel Mm. like i related to these people so much and i ended up coming out and stuff and you know it it was amazing that you know i was yeah i was in a position where this game along with kaylee being so you know um open and honest and you know mm. uh great and understanding and everything that mm. uh, it allowed me to get to that point and it's it, that's where like on a personal level like you said mm-hmm. when you sort of took away that you should always like love people and you know tell people you love them on that and thing and i think that's yeah. great that's just so amazing that you took that from it that like yeah. you know it took from me i was like be who you are you know yeah. um because that's amazing you know, it's, it's people are always going to have a perspective where it's wrong. You know, there's always going to be someone who thinks you're wrong, or there's always going to be someone who thinks you're right, and this or the other. But you know, be be authentic to yourself and who you are yeah. and stuff, because that's that's amazing. But yeah, live your truth. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, anything you want to, you anything just comes to mind again. Just if there's if it's there, let um, out. Um, don't think so. Yeah. Just. Just, yeah, the game, the story just sits with me and I, I can never let it go, you know, like, yeah. I've, it's always in the back of my head, um, 
and I think I, I don't really know why, but I think it's just the emotions, the story, mm-hmm. and just 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 everything. It it sits with me, and I think it'll be a game that I will replay over and over again until mm-hmm. I'm old. You know. Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, like it it's just special to me because um my partner she's not a massive gamer and um. You know, she watched me play this whole game for the story. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so that's also why it's so special to me because, you know, I was playing and she was watching and she's like, oh, go over there, you know, go, yeah, go see if yeah. there's some duct tape over there. And <laughs> and then, you know, making jokes about Ellie and Dina and how they're, how they're similar to us. And mm-hmm. and that's, that's why it's so special to me, I think, is not just the story, but also the experience I had of gaming, yeah, playing sure. the game. Yeah, with, with her. Yeah, um, and, and I think that's yeah. where... I hope to be able to relive it because I know that, like, the, sadly, one of the only thing that Kaylee's really, really scared of is zombies. So that's where oh, we're going to have. <laughs> that's where there's going to there's going to be times where I think that you know, I, I whether or not she watches me play because it might just be too much yeah. for her to play herself, or whether you know yeah. we share the control or whatever. But you know, yeah. hopefully she can play it. But you know, I yeah. want to take her through the two games because there is there's something about this story that seeing someone else uh, like go through it for the first time or whatever like gives you a nostalgia hit as a player you know and yeah. gives you that like oh my god it's coming up she's not she doesn't even know yet and you know yeah wow now it's happening you know all that kind of stuff although sadly yeah. she did say that the other day she saw a spoiler for joel dying which was a shame real shame oh um, bugger yeah oh. super annoying but either way that still hits that moment still hits regardless um oh yeah like it did with you you know <laughs> yeah um yeah but yeah that's 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 something i really look forward to i really look forward to playing it through and 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 experiencing it with other people and telling people the story and stuff like i remember one time i got really drunk with my brother and he he's like he was a massive gamer growing up because he's got kids and stuff and i doesn't really have the time to play like a 40 hour game that like you know i told him the whole story and yeah. like he like just just between the two of us just drunk you know and then he was like, <laughs> and he was just like wow this is fantastic and all the twists and turns and everything and just seeing like even just yeah. just me recalling it and telling him yeah like he it was still impacted him emotionally you know and i'm like yeah. that's full-on like that you could just literally just tell the story and it's one of the greatest stories i think ever written or ever oh, you know 100%. played out or whatever yeah, um, i agree because at the end of the day what last of us is is it's human and it gives you a a perspective on what it means to be human whether that be angry whether that be sad whether that be vengeful Mm. whether that be uh in love whether that be uh you know uh, holding on or letting Mm. go or Mm. trauma it's great it's Mm. it's, it's a great story about trauma and how trauma affects people and how trauma changes your psyche and can almost change who you are you know yeah Um, but yeah okay cool that's um that's all i've got to say anyway uh for now i'm sure that yeah. you know there there would always be opportun- opportunity for us especially with us being as last of us geeks as we are that, that <laughs> there'll be plenty of times where i'll send you a post on instagram and be like oh my god look how cool this is you'll be like oh you know or you know when you put up your photo of your cup and i'm like well that makes me jealous but um <laughs> that you bloody know. car oh my god. <laughs> it cost me so much blooming money Did but it, it was worth every yeah. se- oh my god it, the, the, the postage from russia was like 40 dollars. but i was like <laughs> I, I i have to have this mug you don't understand the yeah. need i have but yeah 100 100 <laughs> quality but yeah it's it's one of those things where and i found this with a lot of games and it's, it's it's something that if there's someone who's been there and someone who's played it like look you know i think anybody who's listening now you would you wouldn't know that we met each other two hours ago 
for the first time yeah. speaking you know yeah. because there's something beautiful that why i love doing this so much is that there's something about video games that connects people and it makes people yeah. you know feel something for each, for each other and you know all that kind of stuff that like makes it real and you have these joint experiences like oh my god like that fucking even if it's just something as stupid as like oh my god you've got that joel shirt looks so cool or whatever yeah. that like you know the other media and stuff like people are quite divisive with sometimes or whatever they're a bit like you know like oh you know how can you like that movie or whatever rather than like i feel like with gaming people are more open to be like oh my god like, mm. that's amazing or whatever else and i know this game got a lot of stick in certain areas and stuff like that and i and i can understand how some people may not like the way that that it was marketed to be that it was going to be another joel and ellie story and it was just an ellie story mm, um yeah. the, i remember i watched the pax thing just recently where they done yeah. the reveal trailer and it's like ellie yeah. singing a song and then joel walks in and like everyone goes crazy have you seen it where yes i have yeah where like you know everyone in the crowd goes crazy when they realize it's joel and everything he's like do you think i was gonna leave you alone to do this by yourself kiddo or all this and it's just like yeah oh but like i remember yeah. like i looked back at that the other day and i was like oh wow like what could have been if it was just a yeah. joel and ellie story and stuff you know and potentially you know, there's always options for it to be a joel and ellie story if they went back and told stuff that happened before this or whatever you know yeah, um, you never know yeah that's it but yes so this has been Game is the Lost Ark is one of my possibly one of my favorite podcasts I've ever recorded. Um, it's it's been amazing. It's been amazing. Me and you, Chelsea, it's amazing hearing how a game has affected you emotionally so much. And again, I'll say the same thing as I did about Talia that you know there's a connection that people find online with gaming or whatever it is, and there's a vibe that for some crazy 21st century madness that you can connect with someone via instagram and feel like you know them or feel like that you can feel yeah. good vibes from them or whatever else <laughs> and that you know there's something amazing about the little community that we're a part of on instagram where there's so much mm -hmm. love and there's so much like positivity and there's so much like openness and amazing and connection between us all that yeah. is you know i'm a proud to be part of and i think that it's just it's just amazing and and again with yourself like i said to talia like when you post and when you write comments and when you do these different things like you make so many people happy and you make so many people <laughs> good like myself for sure you like the little comment that you wrote on my vlog and stuff like it means the world to me you know and it's just really lovely yeah. that that you know via these amazing products and, and stories and everything that we can all connect and you know find other amazing people that you know now i'm here i am talking in the uk and you're in in uh yeah you know, <laughs> and it's like yeah. wow you know yeah <laughs> it's amazing well, i, I but... want to thank you because you you know i'm, I'm normally quite shy and you've just made mm. this space really safe and mm. um to just talk and just say my feelings and ramble and yeah um yeah i really like that you promote games as having stories that make people feel emotions and yeah you know that because that, that's what i play games for i i I play games to feel things and for stories. Yeah. Um, I don't really care about gameplay, to be honest. Yeah, um, and, and that's where yeah. that's where I love the nuance of all of that, where I'm like, I love the fact that, like, narratives can make people feel so much, but also that, like, let's say, for example, like, you know, if someone plays, I don't know, a Stardew Valley or something because mm -hmm. it's something that gives them emotional comfort in their own lives, like when stuff, stuff's mm -hmm. too much and then you go to play something and it chills you out, like, you know, as much as I love playing The Last of Us, I also love playing, like, Truck Simulator because it makes me feel like I'm just chilled <laughs> out, you know? And that's where this, like, video games are such an amazing, you know, you can take you to different places and whether that's, like, a, a, a crazy narrative or whether it's a place where you feel safe or whether it's a place where you feel like you're in control or whatever and uh, mm. you can chill out and all these different things. But, yeah, it's just, I love 
this i love doing this i love having these conversations yeah. with people and talking about how games make us feel in any aspect you know whether it's that you're pissed off because you lost a game of call of duty online and you want to talk about that <laughs> or you know or whether it's something that you know is a deep emotional like hey this game you know gave me a lot of feels you know and i know that like there's some amazing stuff that's come out about god of war where like people like feel like they've got better relationships with their dad or understand their dad more yeah. through the storytelling that's told in that because kratos is so removed and stoic and shit you know um that i think that it's just it's just amazing and i love having these conversations and it's been a total total pleasure to have you on and for you to be so open and amazing and letting us in <laughs> the way you have you know and let, let and hopefully other people listen to this and and you know something that I love having these conversations about is that I didn't particularly leave the game thinking about hey about hey like you know tell people you love them because they could be gone the next day but you allow, allowing me in and having that like you know comfortability to say that stuff is amazing because that's made me think of that now and I'm like hey you know that that story really does promote that you know it really does yeah. promote you thinking <laughs> that because they could just be gone and it's nice to leave things on a good note all the time and and especially something that you said that is, is super important to me and something that I'd like to incorporate in my relationship with Kaylee or my relationship with my colleagues or anyone is that mm. if you're feeling something or you're there's an issue between you communicate because communication yeah. is so so important and it doesn't matter like and also this game really is good for helping you to think in other people's shoes and see it from their point of view because it's easy when someone has a go at you about something you do and you're going hey I'm fucking great like don't come at me you know <laughs> but when you put yourself in their shoes and see yourself from the outside yeah. like you do with ellie where you've got your head blinkers on and you're murdering dogs and you don't give a shit and then suddenly <laughs> you look at it from the outside and you see yourself murdering yeah. a dog and you're like that's not okay dude you know you're just yeah. stabbing poor old what's his name that you were throwing a ball to a minute ago you know and it's yeah, just <laughs> not great ellie <laughs> <laughs> but yes um yeah total pleasure thank you so much for coming on i know that it's late thank for you, you now for having me um and I hope you have a nice night's sleep because, you know, uh, you yeah. deserve it. And um, I will. again, you're welcome on anytime. But thank you, everybody, oh. for listening. And uh, yeah, nice one. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you again for listening to another Pixie Gaming podcast, uh, whichever one it was you chose to listen to today. We are Pixie Podcast on Twitter, Pixie Podcast on Instagram, Pixie Gaming Podcast on Facebook, and Pixie Gaming Podcast on YouTube. And our website is www.pixiepodcast.co.uk. Thank you so much for listening. You're all a bunch of legends. And uh, here's a little outro music. So enjoy.